The Army Research Office has sent $5 million to the University of Arkansas at Little Rock to, quote, evaluate and defend against emerging cognitive threats, unquote. One might be forgiven for wondering what a cognitive threat is exactly. Most people want the military to be involved in dealing with physical threats from external forces. That is, after all, their purpose. Dr. Nitin Agarwal, founding director of the Collaboration for Social Media and Online Behavioral Studies Research Center, or COSMOS, clarifies, quote, Narratives on social media could be easily weaponized and propagated at frighteningly fast speeds. Such insidious threats that attempt to influence beliefs and behaviors need to be considered as modern weapons of cognitive hijacking. We need to develop scientific approaches to combat these emerging threats in a global context, equip our warfighters with these capabilities, and strengthen community resiliency. End quote. The threats that apparently need military intervention are narratives, because they might influence beliefs. Well, yes, when an idea is shared, some people may be convinced and come to agree. At risk of confessing to criminality, that's the very purpose of this substack. In a prior age, that was considered to be rather normal. The report goes on to complain that people who have been influenced by narratives can then engage in illegal acts, like violent protests or cyber warfare. However, this sum of money was not given to act on those criminalities, but on misinformation. Thus, the alleged fear of criminal acts is merely a justification for what is actually indefensible. Misinformation is one of the most misused and abused words of the 21st century. Elitists wield it as a weapon against the lower classes, those of us who can't be trusted to discern the information that they find, and who must thus be protected by government projects and censorship on private platforms. What we are actually seeing is how the government is working to prevent people from promoting ideas that are counter to what it espouses. Nobody seriously believes that the government is seeking to crack down on those who argue in favour of modern gender theory and critical race theory. Yet those people are trying to influence beliefs and behaviours too. They do so in a way that the government approves of, and which protect the state's unspoken civic religion. It's common in the modern age to refer to an opponent's rhetoric as misinformation, because it provides an artificial moral ground from which to attack. It would be more honest to simply show why the opponent is wrong. Alas, the art of rhetoric has been all but vanquished in contemporary times. Military spending is being used to stifle what little remains. At the root of the problem is that the government itself is not a moral body. It does not recognize the source of morality. Thus, those whom it targets in such actions will be those who practice the true faith and embrace traditional values. We saw that when the FBI was exposed for targeting traditional Catholics, which it briefly explained by saying that such Catholics are anti-LGBT. We will continue to experience minor persecutions as the state targets its ideological enemies. As time goes on, such acts will get more extreme, especially as fewer people identify among the faithful, making us more vulnerable. Do not be misled into believing that a government that defends child mutilation will only target truly egregious individuals on the internet. It considers the moral to be the egregious.